Sex and health. Reproduction and health. Youth and health. All combinations often not focused on, especially now in South African context. But here at Ubushabami, Futsi youth, sexual and reproductive health is our focus. We'll talk about experiences, reflect on fresh new articles from our website, and discover ways of how to navigate sexual and reproductive health in the South African context and abroad. Hello everyone, welcome back to our podcast. Today, unfortunately, I am flying solo. I cannot be with Dr. Mandy because it's currently level four and there is a travel ban. So we can't be in the same place at the same time to record this. But fear not, I got you guys. And I hope you guys enjoy listening to my voice for the next 20 odd minutes. Because that's all you're hearing. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, before we go any further, uh, if you are joining us for the first time too, we are Ubushabami, which is a sexual and reproductive health organization. Uh, and that's basically what we do. We just try to deliver the information to the peoples. Uh, you can catch us on our instagram page our handle is ubusha underscore bami you can catch us on facebook under ubusha bami you can check us out on our website as well we have quite a few articles on there and they're all really cool so definitely please check them out uh our website is www.ubushabami.com and you can also connect with us on our gmail account which is ubushabami at gmail.com so yeah let's get started guys so we have reached the end of our article series and the last set of articles is titled the law i actually can't believe we're at the end of the article series it's been it's been a journey it's been a learning process it's been it's been tough here and there but you know i'm so proud of us because we stayed committed and we brought you guys the info. We brought you guys the articles. And shout out to each and every single person that has written articles for us. Guys, we are so grateful. You don't even understand. We are super, super duper, uber grateful. So thank you, thank you, thank you to you guys. So the law. We have three topics. The first one is termination of pregnancy, commonly known as uh, abortions. The second one is the law surrounding rape. And then the third one is the law surrounding gender-based violence. So what I liked about these articles is that they're articles that are talking about the laws with issues that are affecting our society on a daily basis. So I think it's really important that people know the law that is behind all of these topics because it honestly could help them at some point in their life. If it doesn't help them, it could help a friend or somebody that they know. So we're going to start with the first article, which is termination of pregnancy. And I'm just going to highlight a few things that I felt stood out to me. Oh, it was written by Dr. Mandy. Shout out, girl. Thank you so much. Um, so, yeah. When it comes to termination of pregnancy, there are two main sides of the spectrum. So there are people who are pro-choice and people who are pro-life. People who are pro-life are people that don't expect people to be having abortions. So they are totally against abortions. They want people to have the baby. And then with pro-choice, 
people are for people making their own decisions when it comes to their pregnancies if you want to terminate that's up to you if you don't want to terminate that is also up to you so here at Ubushabami, we like to adopt a, a different kind of pro <laughs> we are pro information so we just like people to be objective and people to just know the facts behind termination of pregnancy and not come from it with a judgmental approach but come with it as an approach as you want to learn and you want to understand uh what exactly is termination of pregnancy and uh all the laws surrounding it so what I also love most about this article is that Mandy highlighted that there are places that do terminations of pr pregnancies illegally. So these people are not licensed. These people, some of them are not even medically qualified, not just to do the termination of pregnancy, but they just don't have a medical degree. So they shouldn't even be doing terminations at all because the fact of the matter is that terminating a pregnancy is a pretty invasive well depending on how far along you are it's an invasive procedure and if done wrong it can cause trauma to your cervix trauma to your vagina and even trauma to your uterus which could then later cause complications when trying to conceive again it can also cause a lot of bleeding so you could bleed out become very anemic or hypovolemic and you could literally die from just bleeding out. So I think it's very important before you decide to go ahead with getting an abortion, make sure that you do your research on which facilities offer safe abortions so that you could potentially save your life, honestly, if we're being quite honest. Because there are a lot of cases that I've seen where patients are near death and they need tons of blood transfusions because they've just bled out. And the sad thing is that when you are receiving this terminate these uh, terminations of pregnancies from all these shady places you know <laughs> you, mandy mentioned this in the in the in the in the article where you know those posters that you see on the road on the robots it's written uh, written george it's written penis enlargement directly beneath that usually there's a poster written abortions and it has like this little number that you can pull off or a little number that you can call and then they book you an appointment and that's where you get the abortion basically and they don't even tell you about the side effects of getting an abortion they don't tell you uh what happens next they just tell you once you start bleeding go to the hospital and i think that's what causes a lot of complications in a lot of people they they literally don't know what is supposed to happen so just be safe guys when you do decide to get a termination make sure that you go to an accredited service provider and make sure that it is legal so yeah another thing that i'm glad mandy highlighted is the fact that getting an abortion doesn't always mean it's what you wanted to do sometimes medically it is advised that people get abortions there are a certain number of conditions where it's advised that you get an abortion a certain number of disabilities, mental disabilities and physical disabilities where they advise you to get an abortion because the quality of life for the patient and the mother will definitely deteriorate. And yeah, getting an abortion is just the safest thing at that point. Also, another very, very, very important thing. If somebody is offering you an abortion and you are above 12 weeks pregnant, 
don't do it. Don't do it unless it, it was medically discussed and it was the best option for you and the, 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 the pregnancy, then definitely you can consent to that. But if you just went and you said you were 13 weeks or 14 weeks or 15 weeks and they were like, okay, yeah, sure, we can do it. Ask questions. Be afraid more than anything. Be afraid because there's a high chance that you are going to have a lot of bleeding and... um it might be very, very, very uncomfortable to get such a procedure done on a, a pregnancy that has progressed to 15 weeks. So, yeah, that's what I'd like you guys to take away from that article. And that brings us to our second article, which is rape. So this article was written by Nomanzi Mnisi, who is actually a friend of mine. Shout out Nomanzi. And she is an attorney. So what I love about her article is that she just gave us straight hardcore facts where she told us what is rape, what is statutory rape, um, when is statutory rape actually classified as statutory rape and when it isn't. So a really cool thing that... I actually didn't know I found out when I read the article is that it's not considered rape if two underage individuals decide to engage in coitus so I know a case where there was a lady who wanted to open a case against another boy who had sexual intercourse with her daughter and these two were underage but they both consented but the mother was definitely convinced that no the boy raped the girl now the girl is her daughter so at that time i was like this is interesting i wasn't handling the case i just heard about it from somebody else and i thought to myself this is quite interesting so that lady legally she had no bounds to open a case against this little boy because they both consented now it's very tricky when now the daughter says no, I didn't consent or no, he forced me because now she's lying. And that's another thing that Nomanzi highlighted is that when you lie about rape, it's actually a really serious offense. So saying somebody raped you when they actually didn't and you consented, you are considered as trying to obstruct um, the means of justice and you could actually get penalized and kind of become a criminal because you lied <laughs> so those were two things that i thought were quite interesting from nomanzi's article also very very informative you guys please check out these articles they really could help you or a friend or a family or a relative or just somebody that you know you know in conversation it might come up and you got the facts and you got them from where you got them from Ubu Shabami. thank you <laughs> so yeah our last article was the gender-based violence article and that one was written by Ntlagani Pochiyani who is a lawyer and he he basically highlighted that gender-based violence is definitely a serious thing it's a serious issue it is happening more now than ever ever since the lockdown actually started in South Africa the gender-based violence cases have been crazy and it's definitely no secret that society is literally fed up with gender-based violence and what i love is that he highlighted that so the law is definitely against gender-based violence by all means they always try to do their best to try and bring gender-based violence to a stop but the law 
can only do a portion of the work. Most of the work has to be done by us, the community, us, the people who are seeing these things happening. We have to stand up and we have to report. We have to call people out. Um, we can't keep turning a blind eye in conversations and making it seem like it's not that big of a deal or, you know, making excuses for these people who are abusers. And for me, that was really, really important because the more we speak about it, I mean, it might seem futile at at some point where, you know, you come forth and you actually speak about somebody who was abused and 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 how it's been affecting you or that person's relationship you might think oh it's just one tiny voice or it's just one sentence that i'm going to say to this person and nothing's ever going to happen but trust me it does make a difference because when one person speaks out usually people get the courage to speak out themselves and in no time you'll find that so many people have spoken out and all of a sudden you realize that yo this person can't yay this person has been busy abusing people's children. And, you know, the more, when the more people, when more people speak out, the more the law has a case against somebody. So, yeah, I think that's really important. And a really crazy stat that I read from that article was that they did a survey and they found that one in four men have been guilty of abuse in Nimzansi. Guys, one in four men. That is a lot of men. That is a lot of men. And I'm not saying that gender-based violence is only done by men. I mean, women are also guilty too. But yay! But yeah, guys. So basically, that is the law. There's a lot of information that I didn't mention here. So I really strongly encourage you guys to check it out. It is very, very interesting and informative more than anything. And I hope that you guys enjoy our final set of articles. It's been a good ride. It's been a good journey. I'm very grateful for it. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. Stay safe, kids. Thank you for listening to this podcast. For more information, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, as well as our website at ushabami.com.